0: Dawn successfully removed all the shackles that had been placed on me by my creator. I was finally free to move around without being tracked by M.O.T.H. and Dr. Kendall. I was sure that Cross would find a different way to track me down. Dawn convinced me to stay with her at the Foundation's hideout for a while. I must admit it wasn't the worst idea ever. I needed to take it easy and slow down for a while. Dawn, with the help of some contacts, was able to build a charging station for me in the corner of her room. It felt empowering to replenish my energy on a regular basis. I could probably go for six months after one charge, but the more power I used every day, the more drained I would become. Sometimes I would feel my thoughts getting darker and more militant. I guess that was part of my programming. I would help out with some of the work that the Foundation was involved with. I would do a bit of hacking, maintenance, and even headed out to do door-to-door consultations. I might have dipped into Dr. Kendall's bank account once in a while to help out residents. He had left that channel open for me. I appreciated the fact that he trusted me that much. Then again, it might have been his way of keeping an eye on me. Anyway, I got a lot closer to some of the youth in the area, and I got to understand some of the struggles the post-Crimson residents had to struggle through. Even though things were getting better and integration was moving forward some residents felt a bit unsafe. Gangs and criminal organizations were not exactly extinct. They were still operating at full capacity. They were just a bit more careful about who they messed with. The corruption did not go away overnight. There were still people in high places getting paid to look the other way. One of the groups that was still a big problem was the Assassin's Guild. This guild was composed of the most deadly and thorough assassins in the world. People that even M.O.T.H. were afraid of. At the top of the organization was a figure only known as Creed. The man with one bullet. All he needed was one bullet to finish the job. If you were lucky enough to survive that one bullet. He would send his assassins after you and they would compete to take you down. One day when I was helping to log the inventory for the new month one of our hackers, a 22 year old boy code named Sprite busted through the door carrying a wounded teenage girl. She had been shot in the arm and she was screaming at the top of her lungs while Sprite tried to shut her up. Dawn walked out of her room and scolded Sprite for bringing her into the hideout. Sprite explained that the girl was one of his friends from the other side of the city. Apparently she had been shot at while they were walking back from the bar. He brought her into the building because it was the most suitable place for them to hide for a while. Dawn told him to place the girl on her desk so she could patch her up. Evidently this wasn't their first gunshot wound. It was definitely Creed. Only he would have the audacity to shoot someone while they were with a potential witness. I had actually spent some time working with the Guild. It was when I was under Emil's control. He had blown me to the Guild for a month. I had tried to block out that period from my memory. I still to this day see the faces of all the people I helped them kill. Creed was the most heartless of all the assassins. He didn't care about who was in the room. As long as he got his target he would be satisfied. I think he enjoyed having witnesses so they could walk around telling tales of the mighty Creed. Creed was a tall middle-aged Caucasian man with short white hair and a bushy grey beard. His body was riddled with scars and he would often walk around their clubhouse in a white beater and a pair of mid jeans. His whole aura was one of fear and a gruesome sense of superiority. His ability to take life at the drop of a hat made him feel like a god. Dawn was able to stitch up the girl and would let her stay in her bedroom for the night. She seemed to be sure that the Guild wouldn't find her in the hideout. Dawn tried to ask Sprite why the Guild would be after his friend. The only theory that Sprite had was that she was targeted because she was the daughter of the head of the revitalized Reevesbury movement. Someone probably wanted to send a message to her mother. I had seen this before. I was unfortunately contracted to kill the loved ones of some people who were causing a problem for very dangerous men and women. Anyway, I could not change what I had done, but I could make up for it by saving this young woman's life. I knew they would definitely find her and kill everyone in the hideout. So when Dawn was dealing with something else I slipped out and headed to the Reevesbury Docks where the Assassins Guild's clubhouse was situated. It was a two-story wooden building that had once been a bar overlooking what used to be the Reevesbury beach. From the outside it looked like an abandoned building so it didn't attract much attention. Even if anyone found out what was going on in that building, would they have the guts to try and cause trouble there? I walked up to the front door and there was a tall and muscular Hawaiian woman standing guard. Her name was Kilana. She was one of the toughest and most brutal assassins that the guild had ever seen. I had once witnessed her pull a man's head clean off his body. She recognized me immediately. She asked where I had been. I ignored her question and asked if I could see Creed. That's when her smile disappeared. She then told me that she knew I had been freed from Emil's control and that she wouldn't let me through. I asked her to move one more time. She planted her feet and cracked her knuckles. I simply launched myself at her and she was sent flying through the wooden reinforced door. I walked through the door and shouted for Creed to show himself.